All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show, a hoop ball presentation. This episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Get some delicious coffee, taste the Kona difference, head over to HawaiianIsles.com or Amazon. My name is Adrian Benjamins, and thank you for joining me on this Monday evening. We've got a short slate of games, so this could be a pretty quick show, um, and I want to apologize for not uh, having a show last night on Sunday. Uh, ran into some technical difficulties that I got worked out, uh, so I'm ready to roll. So let's not waste any time. Let's jump right into tonight's games. Um, let's start with the Charlotte Hornets versus the Atlanta Hawks. 
this was interesting because we got a double overtime game here. Um, two not so great teams, you know, two teams um, who are not playoff bound, who uh, are lottery bound. So um, let's take a look here. The Hawks getting the victory in double overtime. 143 to 138. Let's look at the, let's take a look at the Charlotte side. And you know, usually I like to start with um, a big performance of the night, but I'm going to start with a guy who, um, after turning things around not too long ago, is starting to hit uh, go back into the, to drop into the decline. That's Miles Bridges. Um, I really thought he was turning things around, but. Um, he seems to be struggling lately. Only four points, a block, four assists, four rebounds. Um, only shot two of ten. He took five threes, didn't hit any of them. So a disappointing game here for Miles Bridges against a not-so-great defense as well. I thought um, this could get him back on track. I don't know what's going on with him. Hopefully he bounces back soon. I got a lot of shares of Miles Bridges, unfortunately. One of my big misses for sure this season. Uh, let's switch over to a guy who uh, had an, in, a great game tonight. Terry Rozier. Scary Terry with 40 points, a steal, three assists, four boards. He was 8 of 13 from downtown. Um, 15 of 26 from the field, two of three from the line. He was just great. Um, Devontae Graham was pretty good too. Uh, you know, the shooting is going to be an issue um, all season long, but 27 points, four steals, 10 assists, four rebounds, four threes. Again, he shot nine of 26, so the shooting wasn't great from the field. He was a perfect five of five from the line. Cody Zeller got the start, um, but only had 10 points, 7 boards, 2 assists in 23 minutes. And it was Bismack Biombo off the bench who actually got more minutes here. 34 minutes for Biombo. He put up 10 points, 2 blocks, 2 assists, and 6 boards. Um, another interesting thing about the Charlotte Horns team is... Uh, is the Martin brothers... And uh, both of them getting over 35 minutes in this one. Again, a double overtime game, so that might be a little misleading. But um, I struggle with which Martin could be the better pickup in deeper leagues. Um, uh, you know, tonight it was Caleb Martin with the 23-point game. He had two blocks, three steals, four assists. I mean, he really contributed across the board. Five threes, shot eight of ten. But uh, it's so weird because on most nights, it's Cody Martin that usually plays better. So I don't know. In standard leagues, I'm probably not either. I'm just going to probably stay away from the situation. But in deeper leagues, um, I don't know, man. Before tonight, I would have said go Cody Martin. But Caleb Martin totally blew up here in this one. And, I mean, five defensive stats. So, I don't know. Maybe keep an eye on this situation um, with the Martins and see. Uh, also interesting, I believe Dwayne Bacon got called up from the G League. So, maybe he finds a way into this rotation that can make things even cloudier so i don't know um i don't know keep an eye on the situation pj washington not doing much only two points in 16 minutes 
Um, let's see, Graham, I mentioned Bridges. I think that's about it. Monk, done for the season. Batum, uh, we don't need to worry about him or we don't need to pay any attention to him. And Monk's done for the season. Okay, let's jump over on the uh, Atlanta Hawks side. And a guy who has been... Um, balling lately John Collins 28 points 2 blocks 11 boards shot 12 of 13 from the field a, a little rough from the free throw line was 4 of 8 there but man um, shot really great from the field and just has been playing really well lately um, another guy too who turned it around is had a couple of rough games by his standards Trey Young went off tonight 31 points with 16 assists Four boards, six threes, shot 11 of 25 from the field, three of four from the line. DeAndre Hunter double-doubled, 13 points, 11 boards, two assists. He had three threes on just three of five shooting from the field. He was four four, four of five from the line. Dwayne Dedman, man, I, I mistakenly dropped this guy in a bunch of spots. I would go look to pick him up if you need some big man help. There's some buzz that Capella, um, you know, there's a chance he comes back. There's also a chance he we don't see him again. So if you're desperate for a big man, uh, Dwayne Dedman is going to get all the opportunity, all the minutes um, he can handle with Capella out. And Dedman had 14 points, three blocks, two assists, nine boards, two threes, shot six of 13. I mean, this is pretty much... Um, all you can ask for if you are playing Deadman and he had a line like tonight, um, you're pretty you're pretty stoked if uh, you picked up Deadman and you played him tonight. Um, Reddish, he's been uh, you know at the beginning of the season, midpoint of the season, I did not think Reddish had a chance to be relevant this year at least. Um, and man, he has been playing pretty well, especially scoring the ball, 22 points. Um, also added seven boards, two assists, one steal, three threes on eight of 14 shooting from the field. He was three of four from the line. He's likely been gobbled up in every league. Um, let's see, who else did I miss? Um, again, no Capella. And really nobody else off the bench that I trust other than Reddish. think that's about it. Okay, let's jump over to game two. Let's... Let's take a look at the Milwaukee Bucks at the Denver Nuggets. Uh, the Bucks losing, you know, tough loss to the Lakers on Friday, and then a loss here tonight against Denver. Um, Denver Nuggets winning 109 to 95. But interesting thing about this game is that um, Bucks decided to rest. Bledsoe, Middleton, Giannis, uh, DiVincenzo didn't play in this game. George Hill didn't play. Brooke Lopez didn't play. So, you know, when the starters all get rested here like this game, it's tough to really uh, take too much as far as the stat lines go because all these guys that starter that started Robin Lopez, Brown, Connington, you know, we're not going to see them get this kind of minutes most nights. So, um, man, I don't even want to spend too much time going over them because we know regularly it's the starters that do all the heavy lifting. 
Brooke Lopez, Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and even Dante DiVincenzo is, um, I think, a solid guy, even a standard league guy um, off the bench. He's been playing pretty well. So, you know, not too much to take. I guess I'll just note Brown had 16 points in 36 minutes. He looked good. Corver had 23 points and five threes in 24 minutes. But again, I can't even think of a guy here that I would want to roster in a standard league off of, you know, who uh, played here. So um, I don't know. Yeah, nobody, nobody. So anyways, I'm not going to take too much time looking at Milwaukee. Let's jump over to Denver, though. And, um, you know, it's the usual suspects here in Denver. Uh, Jamal Murray with 21 points, a steal, a block, six assists, five boards, three threes on nine and 17 shooting. Will Barton had 13 points in a full line, two blocks, four steals, two assists, six rebounds, three threes, five of 11 from the field. You know, they had six players in double figure scoring, likely, you know, without the starters going for Milwaukee an easy time here for Denver um, at home too. So uh, this game, um, you know, this game, not too much trouble here for Denver. Um, Let's see who else do I want to know? You know, one thing that did caught my eye, I dropped Jeremy Grant a week ago and he had a nice game here even though we came off the bench Millsap started Grant still saw more minutes 29 he had 19 points to steal a block three assists six boards three threes on six of 13 shooting we've seen Millsap um, miss games miss stretches of games this season with injury I think Grant could be worth rostering in like 12 team or deeper leagues so keep an eye on jeremy grant um other than that you know Jokic, you know not needed really in this one so he only had 10 points seven assists nine boards one steal um gary harris with 15 points two steals two assists four boards uh i think i mentioned will barton already off the bench uh tough tough to trust anyone off the bench i didn't already mentioned Jeremy Grant who I'm looking at but other than that man uh you know the Nuggets they're so deep they have so many mouths to feed on this team um it's tough to trust the bench guys uh when they have so many different guys in the starting unit that can go off on any given night like I wouldn't be surprised in the next game if Will Barton is the leading scorer or Gary Harris or, you know, we've seen Millsap have big games. Millsap had 20 and 10 here in this one in just 21 minutes. So this is what I'm talking about is that, you know, how would you trust a guy like Morris or Plumley or, you know, a lot of guys love the potential of Michael Porter. And I do too, but you know, with just them being so, there's just so many mouths to feed on this team. They've got so much talent. They're so deep for fantasy. It's a situation to kind of stay away from. So, so again, no one really off the bench to talk about. It's the starters that you want to look at here. And uh, decent night tonight um, for the Denver Nuggets for most of their starters. They all played pretty well here. Okay, guys, let's jump to the final game of the e- the evening, the Toronto Raptors at the Utah Jazz. This is a great game, but uh, two 
good teams. Utah, um, usually pretty tough at home. And the Raptors getting the victory 101 to 92. Toronto, what a what a surprise they have been, man. I think, you know, I, I thought they'd still make the playoffs, but I didn't think they would be this good after losing Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. Um, and man, they've been outstanding. So let's take a look at the Toronto side first. Let's start with uh Pascal Siakam, 27 points, 8 assists, 11 boards. Didn't have any defensive stats, which is a little disappointing, but two threes, 9 of 18 shooting, perfect 7-7 from the line. Let's go over to Serge Ibaka, who had a double-double. 27 points, 13 boards, 5 threes, shot 9 of 17 from the field, 4 of 4 from the line. OG Ananobi did not have it going, was only 3 of 6 from the field in 33 minutes, had 7 points, and also, OG also left this game. Oh, actually, he got ejected in this one in the 4th, so no, no, not a not a big deal there, hopefully. Um, better than, so... The most disappointing line of the night for Toronto's got to be Norman Powell, who only played two minutes. And you guys who play in Roto Leagues like me, um, I play a lot of Roto Leagues. When you have a game cap limit in each spot and a guy plays two minutes and basically does nothing, and he literally did nothing. In fact, he did worse than nothing because he shot O of 1 and gave you literally a goose egg. And that counts as a game that is so painful you guys but yeah norman powell left this one ankle injury he just got back from an injury so a little concerning here if you have norman powell and he was playing really well um in the last few games so he was really on so very disappointing especially right before playoff time or maybe you're in the middle of your playoffs which is even worse i think man if you're in the middle of your playoffs like literally this week you're in your playoffs uh i would probably move on from norman powell and just pick up whoever's hot off of the wire um let's see uh, kyle lowry doing his thing 21 points three steals seven assists five boards four threes on seven of 18 shooting from the field he was three of five from the line um off the bench man i don't trust anyone off the bench little bit similar situation as the nuggets where you know it's, it's the starters doing all the heavy lifting so tough to trust anyone here off the bench and you know this toronto raptors team they're missing fred van fleet they're missing marcus Gasol, so they're missing two key guys there in the rotation and even with those guys out i can't advocate picking up hollis jefferson or chris boucher um Pat McCaw played 43 minutes. He scored two points in 43 minutes. Uh, so, you know, we're not picking him up. Terrence Davis, who we've seen have really nice stretches of play, but how could you trust him on a night-to-night basis? So, again, it's just the starting guys. Lowry, Siakam, Ibaka. I think Anobi's fine, especially with Powell going out. And um, I'm hanging on to Fred Van Vliet in a bunch of leagues. I really miss him, man. I, I I hope he comes back soon because my team could really use him. Let's take a look at what went down on the Utah side of this game. Um, Utah, interesting too. Uh, Rudy Gobert got ejected as well in the fourth quarter of this game. 
So Gobert only six point only you know in 32 minutes he only shot one of four for six points um, and only four boards. So in 32 minutes, man, Gobert not really scoring or hitting the boards in this one. That's kind of unusual. Um, Joe Ingles turned it up in this one and uh i know a lot of people probably already dropped joe ingles i wouldn't even look to pick him up because um i don't know i think this is kind of an outlier 20 points for ingles two steals six assists five boards four threes he shot eight of 12 uh mike conley's been playing really well lately after his very rough first half of the season he had 13 points seven assists Six boards, one steal, three threes on four of 12 shooting from the field. He was 2-2 from the line. Donovan Mitchell, man, uh, whoo, he was not shooting well at all. Four of 16 from the field for 11 points, three steals, three assists, three rebounds, three threes. Um, you know, I was the biggest... Uh, supporter of Donovan Mitchell last season. He burned me. I used an early pick on him. I left a bad taste in my mouth, so I kind of avoided him this year. And I'll be honest with you, I don't regret avoiding him this year until he shows me he can be like a early round guy like a top 20 type guy. I'm not going to look at him or draft him early like that. Um, but I do think eventually one day, I think he does have that potential to be a guy that we draft in like the top 20 each season. But I don't think it's happening this year. Um, I mentioned Rudy Gobert already. Bogdanovich, who played well in the, in the last one, only had five points here in this one. So it was Ingles who picked up the scoring load. Clarkson's usually good for points off the bench. He only had nine points in this one. Um, so not too much else to talk about here. Royce, you know, Royce O'Neal got the start. 15 points, one steal, one block, two assists, seven boards, two threes. I actually picked up Royce O'Neal in like a 14-team league. And I have him like at the end of my roster. And I'm I'm okay with it. I think he's a, a decent late-round guy in deeper leagues. In standard leagues, your worst the worst player on your roster might be better than Royce O'Neal in standard leagues. Um, but in deeper leagues, guys, I think Royce O'Neal could be worth an add. Well, all right, you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry this show, this show is so short, but we only had a few games to talk about. And um, I want to thank you guys for listening and supporting the show. Hit me up on Twitter. My name is Adrian Benjamins, or I'm at Adrian Benjamins. Um, love hearing from you guys. And thanks again. And I'll be back on Sunday for more Box Score Breakdown. Thank you guys so much. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.